0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Awake Not Baked. I'm super excited this week <laughs> because I have a really good friend, Ariane, coming on the podcast. It's me. Say hello. Oh hi. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, when's my cue? She needed to come on the podcast because she's been so amazing and engaging every single time I've like posted an episode she's been like commenting on everything that's been discussed and i was like well okay like she needs to come on and she needs to speak too
1: (laughs) i feel like because it's like when your friend starts a podcast it feels like a personal voice note
0: yeah yeah um and also i think you're a pretty inspiring person other day I was talking about you with one of my housemates um because we were talking about like early morning routines mm. and like none of us in the house are that good at waking up super early like, yeah for me I do but just for work like I don't wake up for fun to do anything else mm. like it's like oh, only if I need to right but you wake up at like six in the morning
1: yeah um oh this is so funny like talking to you but, like because we've been talking all day and suddenly it's like chat here um it kind of came about when i needed more well we were in like lockdown
2: Mm -hmm.
1: i used to wake up early when i was at school for a bit and then we were in lockdown and like we were sharing my family and if the earlier i would wake up the more free time you have with no one else around yeah and although i'm quite like extroverted as a person um I definitely need time to recharge yeah so the earlier I would wake out the more time i would have to myself to kind of chill recharge and then be ready to be talking to you know the family that we had been hanging out together for all yeah. that time and then when lockdown ended and I stopped doing that I just felt worse yeah like there wasn't enough time in the day to be doing the things I wanted to be doing and so kind of implemented that again and I said this to someone actually, someone was talking to me about this, um, about how it was like when I kind of implemented boundaries and boundaries in the way of like what was important to me, Mm -hmm. that's when I started realizing, okay, well, if I want to do the things I want to be doing or if I want to have more free time to myself before work, then I have to change that. I can't just be staying up till whatever at night. Yeah. It's just easier if I wake up in the morning and kind of structure it out so that in my day, there's time for me to be doing... And, like, continuous, con- continuously doing, like, what's important yeah. for me rather than just waking up at whatever hour and then slugging through the day and realizing yeah. oh, I've not done anything that, like, I enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. that makes sense?
0: Mm-hmm. But we were talking the other day about dating standards. And I really like your outlook on dating. You were saying about how most of the time you like look around at people and their relationships and you're just like never that impressed Mm. yeah no i know what you mean i feel like it probably has to do with in
1: a way it's kind of related to the six to the waking up early thing yeah because i just feel like not enough people are, are kind of understanding the importance of why would you need to take time to reconnect with yourself why would you need to take time to you know enjoy the little things you like to do throughout the day Mm -hmm. and I feel like that as a concept or getting to know yourself and being by yourself Mm -hmm. people really completely let go of that sometimes yeah when you know it's understandable people don't like to be by themselves yeah so sometimes like with even like I've been like that before but like myself or like people I know who are in relationships sometimes I feel like you forget yourself Mm mm-hmm or can lose yourself in that and uh, that really scares me because you know we've all been there at some point but that's why i think it's in terms of like the standards and things of saying okay well when i just think if you're going to be dating someone you shouldn't be like losing yourself in that
0: yeah Yeah. because what's
1: the point otherwise
0: yeah it's also like what you were saying before how people a lot of people make dating choices relationship choices based on the fact that they're bored (laughs) or they're trying to like yeah fill some something and so like I agree that having your own things that you like really like doing is so important because if you don't then your mood becomes so volatile because you're hugely Mm. dependent on them making you happy or them making you feel like that was a good day or whatever totally I think as well like I've always said this if you you know
1: you're with you the rest of your life yeah you know you will have partners whether that's long short whatever but the thing that is static and will not be changing is like you know you you know it would be great if you liked yourself yeah and you liked Mm -hmm. being with yourself yeah otherwise what would the point be
2: yeah
1: and I think that obviously obviously like it's difficult because a lot of people find self-reflection quite uncomfortable yeah um i find it i really enjoy it probably to like a weird degree Mm -hmm. (laughs) just (laughs) um but i don't know i think it's just really important to like get to know who you are and figure out what you like and what you like about yourself because how can you be a good partner to someone else i don't really you know see how that could be a thing yeah or of value um
0: unless you're nurturing yourself exactly if you don't know who you are yeah i completely agree and my mom i told you this before but Mm. my mom says the most amazing thing that i always think about but she's like where like whenever you like meet guys or whatever just like always remember that you should be prepared to be a spinster the rest of your life like act as if like that is like you're something that you're totally fine with and only Mm -hmm. when someone like completely amazing that blows your mind comes along like should you remove that like expectation that like you're completely fine being alone
1: yeah, i totally agree
0: a lot of girls don't realize that there are so many good guys that that exist like just because you find one it doesn't mean that you have to like be with that specific person oh yeah, for sure um especially if you're not feeling like ready to like commit for life and also um if you're not feeling like completely whole on your own mm. no I totally agree
1: I feel like also I, d- I really don't like that phrase of like people don't change no, no, no. I think it's bullshit yeah. sorry I don't know if we <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> can I swear here yeah, you can swear <laughs> like live TV <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think it's BS like think about how different you were five years ago ten years before that
2: Yeah.
1: you know it's if anything if you're not changing i don't say. <laughs> uh yeah uh <laughs> i just feel like if you're not changing you know or growing you don't have to change necessarily but growing i think is such a huge part like i don't know where i saw this recently i wish i could remember what's the point of life what's the point of you know existence and whatnot which obviously mm-hmm. like people get freaked out by this kind of question and like but he was kind of saying that it's not about well, he thought it was mostly about growing. And if you're not growing and learning mm-hmm. then what is the point of going through all this stuff? Yeah. yeah. What are you doing it for? It doesn't make any sense. And
0: I think honestly that's a good metric for choosing a partner. Like mm-hmm. not looking for perfection in them. Yeah. But making sure that they are always growing and evolving and yeah. like adapting depending on the situation and kind of trying to better themselves based on how they react to certain situations and like being self-aware like as long as no one needs to be perfect but as long as they're trying to be better and they're trying to grow and like they're open to growing like a lot of people are very comfortable with just like being the same person okay that's what I've been saying people are
1: so you know again like we said before like it's not I can understand why it's uncomfy thinking about this mm-hmm. because it poses a lot of questions but existential whatnot but it does baffle me sometimes and I remember feeling when I was younger back when we talked about like 5-10 years ago whatever and I was a bit like I just had so much angst at like mm-hmm. 16 and I was like ah I feel like I'm thinking of all these things and no one is thinking anything ever yeah. and I think it's because at the time I was kind of like trying to understand why why people found it so uncomfortable being so self-reflective and being Mm self-aware and And why people exactly why and people don't like questions because it freaks them out and that's you know fine if you're you know it's uncomfy like we said but it weirds me out and it always has when people are happy with everything being mediocre Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and happy with everything not mediocre but happy with everything being fine yeah yeah and like you're not questioning things happy with things just being okay when
0: things could be great yeah And I think things are great when, and this is what you said, like when you get comfy with the uncomfy and you're okay with like thinking about things that make you uncomfortable or um, questioning your own belief system Mm. and kind of like constantly reassessing and not afraid of like thinking about things rather than just like going through the motion or something. Exactly. And that's when life becomes more. Like exciting and rewarding. Don't they say that thing about like growing pains? Yeah, like it's
1: not comfortable, but like the end result is probably better than what you had to begin with. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. Um. Ooh, look at us. Philosophical. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other thing that you were saying about um dating mm. was you were like, I'm gonna, you know we need to think if we're dating someone are we happy if they were like would we be happy if they were our sons and i love that, <laughs> like that really stuck with me i think
1: like i know what you mean i think i said that because i just was like trying to get to the crux of is someone just you know is someone actually a good person yeah that you would want to be around regardless of who they were if they were like your family if they were like someone in your workplace if someone you'd met just like general connections Mm
2: -hmm.
1: is this person a good person that you get on with and that's probably where the the phrase came from which I'm pretty sure I paraphrased from someone else (laughs) that's what the theme of this is now paraphrasing (laughs) (laughs) But about like would you be happy with this person like you know being someone else in your life like yeah regard whether they're not if they're not your partner that kind of thing
0: yeah also i want to flip that around and be mm. like when you meet someone's parents would you be happy if that was your relationship because oh, okay. like people like I feel well, like, that's gonna freak
1: me out <laughs> yeah because
0: people don't realize how much their own childhood and their own environment affects them yeah and when they see like when they grow up for 18 plus years within their parents' marriage or non marriage or whatever mm. like that is gonna impact them. Oh for sure. And they're gonna adopt subconsciously like the mannerisms of like how their own father treats their their wife or how the wife treats the the, the father. And like yeah. what they accept and not accept in, in a marriage. No for sure it's like definitely
1: like childhood for sure is like foundational in your um again like i'm not an expert mostly bsing here but (laughs) (laughs) just from vague experience and mostly just like talking it out and talking to people like childhood obviously is so impactful
0: yeah
1: um and mostly and there's nothing wrong again there's nothing wrong with not being self-reflective there's nothing wrong with like you know if that's what you're comfortable doing at least you've thought about it and made a conscious decision to stay that way yeah so that's probably the same with like mimicking like relationships in your life or mirroring them Mm -hmm. you know is mostly because we've probably not thought about it and been like okay what do i dislike about that and how am i mirroring that or you know what i mean how do i Mm -hmm. grow from this
0: yeah yeah my parents always say like look we're not perfect we're not perfect with ourselves with each other but like it's up to you to figure out like what you like about us Mm. and like mimic that and figure out where our flaws are and like try not to replicate that Like, and I like that they're so honest with their imperfection with me because it helps me realise that like not all examples need to come from perfection like examples and kind of opportunities for growth can also come from understanding like where things could be better no exactly also wasn't that thing like that phrase
1: you have to kind of be conscious of it mm-hmm. in order to you know make any change or grow again it's like the self-reflection thing
0: yeah exactly it's what which is saying. uncomfortable i can understand yeah it. yeah because it, it requires honesty oh for sure and, like facing reality and a lot of people like to be in a state of constant delusion or like blissful ignorance sometimes just acknowledgement and recognizing
1: things yeah could make such an a difference
0: yeah yeah and if that if that relates to trauma for example in your childhood like acknowledging something is the best way and the easiest way to let it go yeah. and allow it not to control you which is why I think that being like su- super intentional and being reflective and being okay with facing things is the biggest way to heal and grow and like move forward and have yeah. a happy life I don't know get comfy being uncomfy yeah that's the deal (laughs) earlier we were talking about how we had pretty similar childhoods in that we both grew up being allowed to believe that we could do anything and anything could happen and so even before this whole manifestation craze happened Mm. we both grew up like thinking in that same kind of mindset without knowing what the word manifesting was 100% And like we both literally applied to like one school every time Uh, Yeah definitely I didn't even know
1: Until literally like earlier today I put the dots together Yeah Of you know when I was younger it's obviously been such a you know privilege in a way to be like brought up in a mindset of Hey go for it And if you kind of like put your mind to it and you put the work in Mm -hmm. Then why not why would it not you know necessarily work out it could work out you don't know that just as easily as it could not work out it could and you don't you know it's equal ways 50 50 so i remember growing up like definitely applying to only one school at a time or even like most recent or applying for kind of like most recently, like one one you know master school or one job and whatnot it goes on like this and i remember people were always really like freaked out by that yeah. and especially other people's parents i remember talking to my yeah. parents other people's parents like to people like to give unsolicited I know. advice opinions. out here at least like you know with a podcast like you could tune in turn out like yeah. but no so anyway so giving unsolicited advice and whatnot being like oh it's super irresponsible to you know only apply to one school what happens if you you know then you have no backups and you have no school no 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 yeah Then you deal with the cards you're dealt when you get there.
0: Yeah, literally. So when. (laughs) But (laughs) it's
1: like worth the risk. Yeah, it is so worth it
0: because it allows you to be way more all in with something. Way more intentional. Yeah, way more intentional. And
1: quite honestly, it's every time this has happened, even though I didn't know that's what you know it was at the time. Every time this is kind of kind of gone for it, it's very luckily, you know. You apply for the one thing and you get the one thing. Yeah. Mostly probably I don't know why, but it's I think it's to do with energy and intention. Yeah. And belief that why wouldn't it happen for yeah. you? Yeah.
0: And I think it's like training yourself to be so like ridiculously like confident that there is mm. only one possible outcome. And yeah. like there's no other possible thing. Like when so when I applied to secondary school i really wanted to go to this one school and my mom had a meeting with my headmistress and she yeah. was like ellen is that type of girl where she can't have backup schools like if she has backup schools, she's not gonna try like she's just not gonna give a fuck no 100 like you need to let her just <laughs> apply to that school and like yeah. literally be like on the edge of a cliff like she has mm. to be all in or she's not gonna do it so like i strongly advise that you do not let her have any backup schools my mom was like what (laughs) she was like yeah yeah 100% do it um but it worked out and like I remember everyone at school and like my friend's parents being like this is so risky and like they were literally telling my mom off basically for like letting me do that being like look you've got like you're making it really dangerous for her whatever and also at school I wasn't particularly like high achieving I was like in the middle div for everything Mm. and so
1: I was just Like, I remember growing up, like, the same, like, my uh, school was always getting so angry. Mm -hmm. Not angry, but, like, very concerned. Uh, And with my parents, and they were like, listen, she flies by the seat of her pants. That's how it's going to happen. It's going to be cliff or no cliff. Yeah. That's the only way we're getting through this. (laughs) Which is, like, you know, like, nail-binding, whatever it's called. Like, you're going to be fearful. Yeah. And you'll get there, but it's not going to be pleasant.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's, like that is literally what manifesting is and yeah when you have backups or plan b's you're subconsciously thinking and allowing yourself an excuse to not put in as much effort totally agree because i feel like also this is what people like don't understand as
1: well sometimes is that you know oh i'm you're not just applying to one school and thinking effort like there's it's not entitlement it's more that you at all it's that you of applied to one thing or whatever it is mm-hmm. you want this one thing because you all your chips are in the same you know spot or whatever mm-hmm. it almost forces you um to really set your intention on that and to work your ass off to get there yeah because you have set yourself up self up in a position where there is only one shot and so you're more intentional with it yeah so you work harder you put more energy into it And so maybe this is all BS and maybe there's no manifesting and that's the reason it works. But either way, I think it's all about like really streamlining it Mm -hmm. and focusing and intention
0: for sure. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's easier when we're children to have that mindset because like kids don't stress. Like the stress is not a word in their vocabulary. Like they just live and like they want something yeah. and they won't stop until they get it kind of thing it's also because there's this like
1: beautiful thing about how like kids don't really understand like consequences yeah like oh i, I remember when i think i used to climb trees constantly
0: mm-hmm.
1: which bit now that we think about it, it's a bit strange but um see in a tree all the time really high up now that i think about it very high up a tree
2: mm-hmm.
1: and didn't even for once think about falling out of a tree have never fallen out of a tree i've never done that however I, it didn't even occur to me that that was a thing and i think obviously as we grow older and consequences are important and it's important to learn like risks and whatever mm-hmm. and that things are dangerous we learn you know learn and grow as we say yeah. before but there's something great about when you're younger and you're not fully aware of the full picture that it allows you to really like we said, streamline your thought process and yeah. say, "Okay, I'm going to climb up this tree," and not even know there could be a falling because it's not a possibility in your mind.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: You could, Bernie. yeah.
0: And on the flip side, I think it's important to learn consequences of not putting all your eggs in one basket when you really want something, right? And like not giving it your all because mm-hmm. you're always going to have like if if something doesn't work out for you. And you've tried really hard at least you think okay like i gave it my all and it just wasn't meant to be but mm-hmm. like if you don't like put in that like unwavering belief in yourself and like intention towards something then you're always going to look back and think what if like oh was that not meant to be or was that just because like i didn't want it enough or i didn't think i deserved it you know i agree i, I remember when i was in like you're saying secondary
1: school i used to st- self-sabotage in a way yeah oh i would put in about 60 percent of the work at the last minute
0: yeah
1: and would end up scraping by but you know it wasn't great but Mm -hmm. it was scraping by and so in a way you know i was afraid that if i put in a hundred percent of the work and it didn't work out i'd be gutted because i tried really hard
2: yeah
1: when in reality there was a big consequence and whatnot of some you know reason where i'd half-assed something and it ended up being a massive deal Mm -hmm and that like a it took a big consequence to shake up and kind of realize you know what this is not how things work they don't work out because you've sat back and just thought about it yeah and said oh yeah sure time's ticking that's gonna come to me anyways in reality is because you put in all the work and because you it's when you kind of risk something by Mm -hmm. putting in all your eczema basket and all of your effort into something that i think it almost you know gives it more like we were saying before a million times but more intention and so it's more likely for that outcome to come out
0: yeah exactly and in my situation with the school that I wanted to go to for secondary school um, part of the requirements was to do like an extra science exam and so everyone applying to like boarding school basically had to do that exam and I remember just like failing every single practice paper like every Tuesday we would like do these science papers and i would get under 50 percent. and like my teacher was like ellen is honestly just like she's fucked Um, (laughs) my mom was like right and but i don't remember studying particularly hard Mm. but i just like fully believed that the paper that would arrive on the real test day would be perfectly designed for me to succeed because i'm meant to be at this school and i deserve to be there like and and so i just had this like ridiculous confidence that the universe was like working for me and i don't obviously i don't recommend doing this (laughs) just like fully just like believing in yourself without like you know yeah working that hard but i think like a lot of the time when as we grow older we're so scared of like the negative outcome or like the negative potential reality instead of like being okay with like being more optimistic
2: Mm. and
0: like I think I don't know a lot of people have this mindset that life is hard and like things don't go your way and like it's a tough world and stuff but I think the minute you switch your flip your mindset to being like oh like the world is a really good place and there are so many good opportunities and like if I like believe then like yeah like outcomes can be super positive. I completely,
1: completely agree. Like everyone recently that's a generalization. That was massive. <laughs> everyone <laughs> I know I always no. find it so hard of, like, not to like, I'm such a generalizer. <laughs> I was like everyone. But the cross of what I'm getting at is that the majority of people and especially like online, etc. It's seems to be a very Half glass empty situation of yeah. things are shit and everything's you know bad and if something's gonna go bad then it's gonna go badly mm-hmm. and it will and I think obviously it's easier to think pessimistically because it means you're not surprised when yeah. things don't go your way
0: and I think it gives people an excuse an excuse for sure not to work that hard and yeah not to be an like excuse
1: to not get your hopes up because they yeah. don't want to be devastated but I th- really believe that if you're thinking more half gospel, if you're giving off positive vibes, if you're an optimist, yeah, which, you know, I really recommend, like, you just feel a lot better most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, then you'll find a silver lining in most things. God, yeah. I'm cliche today, but like, <laughs> you'll find it. You'll look for it and things will seem better than they are. Yeah, And I think I would like really like to see people kind of, thinking again on the bright side the cliche <laughs> i can't get rid of it um more often it would be more pleasant and it's not that you have to be happy all the time but it's more that if i'm giving off a you know positive vibe if i'm being an optimist that's going to you know maybe if we hang out that's going to rub off on you yeah. and like we will be able to kind of neutralize or you know think of something collectively a bit better
2: yeah I
0: agree. than
1: if we all are constantly in kind of a negative space, s- yeah, exactly.
0: I be and I think I love what you said about how it impacts the what you get out of a situation. Like if you're yeah. more optimistic, you're more likely to like learn from every situation rather than just bum out and be like feel sorry for yourself. You know, like exactly in any situation, you'll take something from it. And just like back to what we we're saying before, full circle
1: mm-hmm. with pretend you try really hard and something doesn't that you were really working hard on, and you know. It doesn't go your way you Mm -hmm. all your eggs were in a basket and that basket was smashed a bit if you're obviously that's disappointing anyone would be sad about it and you're allowed to feel sad I'm not discounting that yeah but if you're in more of a optimistic or positive mindset I think it's much easier to kind of pick up your you know your stuff where you left off and continue onwards but it's obviously a bit if you're constantly expecting the worst, I really think you're going to be attracting the worst.
0: Yeah. No, I completely completely agree. And like I know like one I know someone who always used to say I'm the most unlucky person in the world and like, every time something bad I'm sure happens, they were. <laughs> they were. <laughs> they were validated by that. Yeah. Yeah. And they and they feel they they find comfort in like labeling themselves as someone that just has bad things happen to them but then i was like i gave them a yeah. pep, pep talk and i was like listen like you've <laughs> got to stop doing this because you're accepting you're like drawing in any possible negative situation and claiming it for yourself but also it's weird because like, you're right because it's like we're looking that would mean that like they're looking
1: for validation as to why i'm an unlucky person xyz happens to me that this would therefore proves that i'm unlucky yeah but if you could easily walk out the you know walk out tomorrow and think i'm the luckiest person ever and have abc happen to you and prove why you're a lucky person despite having some unlucky things happen to you you're looking for the best which means your outlook is going to be more positive and more you're going to be able to get through the quote unlucky things that happen to you because that's not what you're hyper fixating on
0: yeah i agree and anything like i think life is not like a straight line there's always ups and downs and even if it's hard to see on the outside every single person that walks this earth has good times and bad times for sure and so it's always equal as you know but if your your experience of life very much depends on your perception of it and Mm. If you're perceiving things to be good, it means that you're fixating more on the good things yeah. and not allowing like the negative things to get you so down. And exactly. that's what gives you strength and that's yeah. so why I've always
1: I've always really disliked um, I mean, you know, again, none of us know what we're doing really. I don't know what I'm doing, mm-hmm. but it's just through like little experiences that you notice over time that like lead you to your beliefs. Mm-hmm. But for me I've always really disliked when people say Ugh, I'm just having a bad day yeah I find it you know you're allowed to feel unhappy and discontented with your day
2: mm-hmm.
1: but I f- feel that I don't find it annoying for myself I feel like whenever I hear that from someone I get own like I get um almost apprehensive because I know that the rest of their day isn't going to go well yeah because they've out loud acknowledged and
2: confirmed. this day
1: is a bad day yeah and so they're not going to be looking for anything that's gonna be looking for confirmations as to why today is a bad day yeah. you split your coffee on your shoes right whatever it is
2: mm-hmm.
1: i woke up the other day you know again it's pitch black at six in the morning so i split coffee all over my bed or whatever <laughs> and although i was you know very annoyed about it <laughs> you've got to try really hard not to say oh this is setting the tone of the day or yeah. i woke up on the wrong whatever whatever again I've got to stop the cliches this is really getting out of hand but <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't make it a bad day just because one bad thing's happened. But yeah. if you are acknowledging that, oh, the whole day is going to go bad,
0: then it will. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of this is to do with emotions. Yeah, like when you are feeling an emotion, it's almost addictive to. Feed into that exact emotion more. Oh, completely. So, like, if someone's feeling sad, it's like we we enjoy listening to sad music because like I, I don't. we're. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's just
1: you. That's a you thing. No, I know. No, you I mean think there. it's a lot of people like. I need it to learn feels
0: good to like, like indulge in that emotion. But yeah. I think it's important to realize that that's what we're doing. We're indulging in yeah. ourselves, but and like focusing on a positive emotion more.
1: On the f- that yeah, I agree. On the flip side, though, like for me, again, like know barely know what what we're doing day to day whatnot but for me my I would say weak spot in this instance is that I would say maybe because I really enjoy being optimistic I have I sometimes kind of be avoidant when it comes to negative emotions I don't like being sad I don't like being angry and I don't like being stressed Mm -hmm. no one does Mm -hmm. but it means I will do anything to avoid those things Mm -hmm. Obviously, you know, 2023, new year. Maybe that'll be a resolution. Maybe I'll work on that. But um, I had recently, from this like, uh, I think it was just like online, uh, like therapist thing, interview, whatever. And mm-hmm. like they were saying how it's really important to, like, if you feel an emotion, like sit back and feel it, and that'll let it pass. Just because you feel sad, like doesn't mean you're gonna be feel sad forever. Yeah like you were saying if you indulge in it a little bit yeah then it like passes like the weather or whatnot that's what this uh, this video I was watching was about yeah. talking about how like emotions are a bit like the weather and like just because you feel sad now or you're upset and you're angry now doesn't mean you're gonna feel that way forever mm-hmm. so i think i could learn a bit from you in that way and kind of think okay just because i'm upset about something now doesn't mean i have to avoid it for later yeah you know you can sit in that for a bit and that'll pass more quickly probably yeah
0: it lets it pass way more quickly when you accept it coming to you and kind of watch it pass yeah um you know when people say "Oh, i'm having a really bad day i don't i can't speak for other people but when Mm -hmm. i do that it's often because subconsciously i'm trying to find something else to blame outside of myself For not having a good day. Mm. And it's like allowing yourself. To not take responsibility. Over your experience. And the way you perceive things. It's like oh everything's just shit. Like today's just not a good day. Like That doesn't exist. Like you know Mm. that doesn't happen. It's not like it's just not a good day. Like there's always good and bad parts. Out of every day. I
1: feel like I always kind of like link to that. I always feel responsible. In a way for how the day. Which obviously could be a little bit. You know with balance Mm -hmm. it could be you know it's okay but you know you don't want it to get out of hand but I always feel a little bit responsible for how the day is turning out Mm -hmm. so if I think it's turning bad or if I think you know it's not going well I feel like sometimes it's my mindset that is to blame for that so obviously that's a little bit of a toxic positivity situation yeah but you know sometimes it's good to have an external force to blame the the day being bad yeah exactly yeah.
0: it's easier yeah it's more comfortable
1: whereas i don't like that it would be out of my hands
2: yeah
1: i just like to kind of be like okay sure ha huh, you know f you that you think it's gonna be a bad day i'm gonna turn this date around you thought it was gonna be a bad day i'm gonna make it a great day exactly <laughs> that's like my mindset with yeah me. i love
0: that have you heard of lucky girl syndrome Oh, the new,
1: like... This TikTok thing. TikTok thing. Yeah. What is it exactly?
0: So, I think there was this... Someone was like, uh... I think you and I were doing this,
1: again, accidentally. Yeah. Like, not accidentally, but, like, been doing this before there was a, quote, kind of hashtagable name yeah. to it.
0: Yeah. Um, people are talking about how there's this mindset of just, like, thinking that you are the luckiest person in the world... And yeah. no matter what situation you're about to go into you just think everything just works out for me yeah. and um so many people have been like i've tried like on TikTok, they've mm. been like i don't consider myself lucky but i'm gonna try and like think that way from now on and things just go so much more smoothly for them i like that
1: i think it's probably like like we were just saying i think they're probably leaning into a bit more of a positive mindset yeah flipping the switch I think we have a lot more control than we think we do and that's what like when I was saying way before like about I get you know a bit like annoyed when people say I'm not annoyed for myself I'm annoyed because I know they could be having a better day I know they could be feeling better generally Mm
2: -hmm.
1: if they were if people were a little more you know self-reflective and thought hey i have a bit more control over this than i thought i did yeah and so i'm sure like lucky girl syndrome is helping people kind of see a shinier aspect to things than they thought
0: yeah like okay i have a manifesting story that's Mm. connected to lucky girl syndrome i love this but when i was younger like my whole family would always say oh you're such a lucky girl and i like you know you're always attracting good things you're so lucky and i feel like that like became ingrained in me that like mm. i was just lucky for some reason um but again like when i was younger i was so like happy and unapologetic about being delusional in a good way that's, that's and, fun, uh, though. yeah like, i remember <laughs> when i was in primary school yeah every uh day in the playground there was this one girl who came from london and i was in japan at the time and she was talking about how London was like amazing and it was like so much fun and the schools are so much better and da, da, da. And I, was, I just became obsessed with London and I was like, I, I want to go live there. And we had no connection to London, like I have no English family um, and like my dad never worked there and I remember going home one day being like, Daddy, I really want to move to London. Is there any way we can move to London? He was like, No. (laughs) My work is either in Tokyo or in New York. Like, there's no way, there's no situation in which we would ever move to London. Like, he literally laughed in my face. (laughs) And I was like, Hmm, let me try and fix this situation. Why does
1: my daughter want to move (laughs) into the rain (laughs) and the darkness and the smog?
0: (laughs) And I remember I got this gift from one of my friends that was like a book. It was like a wish book and on the back of the book Wish book. It like gave a little routine for how to make your wish come true. So it would be like hold the book to your heart, close your eyes, count to three and then think of what you want and then count from like three, two, one, one and then open your eyes or whatever. It's I'd like 13 it going on 30. 30 and 30? I did that for two weeks. Every morning I would do that. Every evening I would do that. And my dad would be like what is she doing? Like He would always see me. She's lost it. Yeah. She just wants to meet Liz, dad. And then two weeks later, after I asked my my dad that question, he picks me up from school and he was like, there's a big family announcement. Like, I'm taking you guys to dinner. Whatever. And we sit down at dinner and he's like, I have some news. Um, We're moving to London. (laughs) Like, I... I got like a job opportunity that were, we're moving like
1: what kind of sick joke is this
0: dad yeah. and <laughs> instead of being like what I was like yes, yes. like yay it worked like and I was just I didn't think anything weird of it but my dad was saying it at, at that dinner like this is so weird the timing because mm. Ellen has been g- going on non-stop about how she wants to move to London and here I am like not believing that there would be any situation in which we would move <laughs> And then, like, all of a sudden, it, within the space of weeks, it happened. It's It was w- really weird. That is weird. I, I know that I manifested that.
1: Or maybe the wish book is real.
0: Or maybe the wish book is we real. We should find
1: one of them. <laughs> 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 maybe this is all complete nonsense. Literally. And we just need to go find that wish book <laughs> and everything would be fine.
0: But this is also leading no, mean. to what I wanted to talk about, mm. about, um, like, synchronicity and how... Oh, big word. A lot of people think coincidences are just accidental and just, like, mm. happen for no reason and it's just random. But I think that a lot of the time coincidences are, like, things serendipitously happening or... Oof, the vocab <laughs> here. <laughs> um, like, yesterday, uh, the girl I live with was saying that she bought, like, a few small things from netherporter or something and when the box arrived there was this bag that was like 400 pounds that she did not order that came with the box and she was like okay perfect like i didn't pay for this like i got a bag (laughs) and um her best friend is leaving um next week to like move to a different country and so she was like you know what i'll give this bag to her like as a goodbye present and when her friend opened the 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 present she was like oh my god this is so weird i had this in i put this in my shopping cart last night but i was like it's too expensive that's like so i will not get it and it was the exact same brand the same style the same color isn't that weird that's spooky
1: i feel like i've been seeing i've like recently a lot but always have been quite like noticing of coincidences or similarities. All the time I always see like, you know, every Margo I, I see people I know, um, and everywhere like I have weird coincidences with people, mm-hmm. you know, randomly sitting next to a girl who was my neighbor when I was six, like but I was like nineteen at the time, like really yeah. weird things like this. And I just think like it kinda of brings me to again, what we were saying before, but it kinda of, kinda of, like ties into that in the way of you know how it's nice to think or manifest that things will be going the way you want to you know you want them to go like he i want x goal to happen to me i'm gonna work hard i'm gonna get there and if it doesn't go your way you know hopefully find a silver lining and move on but i think that that to me is like very symbolic of there's a not in like very far because i'm not a religious person yeah so very far away from that end but I think, I don't believe that there's, like, things are meant to happen. I just think that things are working out the way they're supposed to work out for you to reach whatever you're intending to. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. So, you know, whether you're supposed to fail that in order for you to have a change in direction, Mm -hmm. or you're supposed to see this person or sit next to this random girl that you used to know Mm -hmm. in order for you to have that conversation and you then reconnect or... What not things like this. Mm-hmm. I think if they're not significant, I think they are, but if they're not, then they're just special. Yeah. And they kind of bring something else that it's just a bit kind of interesting and exciting to see how we're all a lot more connected and things may have more purpose than we intend or we think they do. Yeah. Does that I make any sense i'm rambling? Yeah, I
0: completely <laughs> agree. I think there's an interconnectivity between all of us and yeah. the situations that we experience. I agree. And like, it's really hard to wrap our heads around. But I think oh, For sure. So we're just something... trying
1: to like scratch the surface yeah. of it with yeah. like a couple words. And I'm like mumbling along, trying to get a sense of what I'm trying to even grasp in my brain.
0: Yeah. But like, even this morning when we were walking around the market, you were like, I really, really want a juice. You kept saying that. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get home and your sister's like guys i'm ordering a juice does anyone want a juice just the little things like that oh this is something else like i talked about the other day tying into
1: this Mm -hmm. um so um just like about human connection in generally yeah so my sister and i have been living together recently more so than we used to when we were younger which has been great Mm -hmm. and we've been noticing strangely that every so often you know you could call it whatever you want to call it to grasp what we're talking about Mm -hmm. but she and i have at random moments through silence or through conversation spoken at the exact same time and said the exact same thing no to a spooky degree that we've looked at each other a bit scared and it's you know you know you could try and like rationalize this and say oh well a b c will mean that you would have said this anyways yeah but this is like out of nowhere stuff this is us singing the exact same jingle (laughs) out of complete silence into the air yeah and i think like again this could be all completely you know crazy however i would prefer to think in a more kind of not positive way but i just like to think that there's interconnectivity going on
2: yeah even
1: if it you know you don't have to think that think whatever you'd like but for me and i think you know you as well i just think it would be it would be nice yeah
0: i think it's people say oh it's just people trying to be optimistic yeah but i think it's more than that i think a lot of people have the tendency to want to rationalize everything and i think that's because it of, makes it bite-sized yeah but it's one of humanity's like biggest Flaws, i think to like try and like comprehend everything like i think yeah i agree we need to accept that there's so much that we do not comprehend and we'll never be able to wrap our heads around this but is what just led because, to my yeah like just because we yeah. can't comprehend it doesn't mean it's not happening
1: this is what led to my insomnia at age 16 was because <laughs> i used to just sit up at night wondering why no one was questioning no one that in my small world at the time yeah that I knew I would sit up at night at 16 and think why is no one asking why the world is here yeah (laughs) we're on a rock (laughs) why is no one thinking about this and I remember when I was like it was like 14 to 16 I really would like have these round and round in my brain of thinking this is so important yeah why aren't people thinking about this more now obviously I understand that lots of people think about it all the time Mm -hmm. some of them go crazy from it so you know it's not a stress but I think I just never understood why people weren't asking more questions.
0: Well, I think, and we've talked about this before, but I think the education system creates a school of people who don't care about questioning. 100%. Because, like, the, firstly, like the whole exam system in itself is not about questioning, it's about yeah. like knowing. It's about told knowing you. what, <laughs> yeah. what you've been told. Exactly. We've also been to both different schools but we've both had the experience of like going to a religious school and mm. neither of us have been con- like conformed exactly to that re- religion but like we were still told we have to go along with it anyway like i think you had the same experience as me but every time i went to chapel and i like didn't want to like bow my head to pray like i would be told off or something um and i remember once asking that question I said oh but there are a lot of people here who are Muslim or Buddhist why do they have to pray in this church and the answer that I got was oh well you signed up to go to this school and so if you want a good education like from this school then like these are the consequences you also have to like conform to this religion kind of thing which I think is so fucked because just because you want a good education and you want to go to a good school doesn't mean you have to accept everything that comes with it I think
1: Yeah, I feel like, I'm trying to articulate this right, I feel like for me it was very, I just was very frustrated Mm
2: -hmm.
1: in that kind of teenage time as to why I had so many questions and nobody thought, no one around me thought that it was important to answer those
2: Mm
1: -hmm. or that it was important to validate that it was okay to be asking them
0: yeah and so you end
1: up feeling a bit crazy Mm -hmm. because you have lots of questions about things that no one is answering yeah and everyone is you know this word's thrown around a lot but like gaslighting you into thinking why are you even asking these things why are you thinking about this there's no need for you to think about this yeah and i think for me that was very invalidating Mm -hmm. and made me go probably like go a little nuts and try and like really search endlessly Mm -hmm. to figure out you know why i couldn't have answers or Mm acknowledgement that it was normal to be questioning um for instance religion or philosophy or education or any of these things yeah so i agree that it's it's strange to me that you know you go to school to learn But, you know, and, you know, no, there's no bad, you know, what's the word? There's no wrong questions or whatever people say. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't think that's true. No. I don't think education, like, I think what I'm trying to get at is that I don't think all education, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I don't think it's really. This sounds so conspiracy theory, (laughs) but, like, I don't think. Education is supposed to educate you as the concept of like learning. I think it's yeah. just supposed to teach you the things, you know, like at the syllabus. Yeah. Of here's what we've approved for you to know and here's what we dean Dane Dane? Dean? Dean. Here's what we believe is
0: appropriate Yeah.
1: For you to know at this stage. And I always found that infuriating. So
0: Yeah, I completely agree. And
1: Like to have a cap on what you should be asking at what stage yeah is really strange
0: Mm -hmm. and i remember at school during religious studies the teacher just began to hate me and kind of almost (laughs) ignore me because i don't know if it was what i was saying i think it was more the fact that i was questioning everything and Mm. not being like condescending about anything that was taught but just like always trying to see the other side and I would enjoy, like, having an opinion, and he just, like, found that so annoying, because it meant that he couldn't get along with the syllabus. Yeah. Um, to some degree, like, I, I completely
1: have had the same experience. I feel though, I feel a bit of sympathy for, <laughs> like, our religious studies teachers that had me in their class, because I must have been so annoying, constantly going against, you know, just, just for the devil's advocate kind yeah. of thing just to kind of throw it, throw them through the loop
2: yeah
1: um when of you know when you're going to teach a kind of subject i'm sure you are more open to answering questions like this mm. but they don't have the time to sit through in the 50 minutes they have to answer my specific yeah. questions about why we're you know on a rock in <laughs> the sky and they're like listen <laughs> this could take years yeah so I just think I think you know again, like I'm not very good at summarizing or getting you know sometimes I think out loud a lot, so I'm trying to get to like the end of it, which is that I think what I'm trying to articulate with this whole like especially religion and education mm-hmm. is probably that it's not it's not appropriate, I think, to or I can understand the difficulties, but I don't think it's appropriate that you're as a young person being really gatekept from information and really kind of held back um from questioning and it's allowed to have you're allowed to have questions without answers yeah but not not to be invalidated but you're allowed to kind of um hypothesize about it
0: yeah and i think It's really, really important to question things because it's through the act of questioning and thinking, like, critically, where you begin to understand yourself in relation to the world around you. And without the act of questioning and being critical, it's really hard to have a sense of purpose Mm. um, and intention and a sense of direction, I think, with like your where you're where you want to direct your energy whatever. Yeah. And ultimately that is what causes people to feel empty or confused or lost when they don't really understand like why they wanna be alive. And I think that sense of understanding comes from questioning.
1: Yeah, exactly. And also like going off of that, when you're younger and like we were saying before, when you're open to things and you're really you know curious Mm -hmm. i think it's so interesting that the older you get the more that you know people lose their curiosity Mm -hmm. and i think that's mostly like killed in school and discouraged maybe to some degree because it's inconvenient or we don't know or whatnot Mm -hmm. but that curiosity Is really interesting because I think it bleeds into all aspects of life your curiosity about yourself like you know taking time for yourself understanding yourself getting to know who you are Mm -hmm. that's curiosity and figuring out and constantly questioning things so I think it's really healthy because with if you're curious then you will constantly kind of
0: be searching to learn and grow Mm -hmm. if that makes sense no I completely agree and I think curiosity is also kind of connected to creativity and accessing your imagination and just like not being so boxed in to your current reality or current understanding of life or whatever. And allowing yourself to kind of access your inner child and not being afraid to be more childlike as an adult allows you to be more creative and imaginative. And whether that's like, the way you go about your work every day or the way you go about making a decision or even from a more basic thing of like having hobbies that allow you to be creative and like be imaginative i think it helps you to be more curious and Mm. allows you the space to be uh limitless and like um boundary less i don't know what the word is um but it, it helps Pretty. you to, like, remove, like, the rigidity of being an adult. Mm. And, yeah, I don't know what my point was, but I think yeah. it makes sense. <laughs> but, you know, like, you're, you're so right, because, like,
1: being, like, curious mm-hmm. and questioning is and can be uncomfortable. Because you have to be, you know, you don't know the answers to everything. Yeah so back to our original point of if you're you know curious that would mean that you would be more self-reflective you'd be more likely to be kind of questioning and assessing Mm -hmm. and therefore growing and therefore like improving and kind of growing towards i think a more fulfilled experience
0: yeah i completely agree i think we've covered a lot so i'm gonna stop us there i know (laughs) but that was so fun thank you so much for coming on oh my gosh i loved it this is so great um i know that whoever's listening still at this point thank you so much for listening hi thanks um i'm sure that they very much enjoyed listening to your opinions and the way that you think thank you so thank you for coming please uh subscribe if you want to hear uh if you want to get notified for every new episode that comes out each week and um please don't forget to rate and leave a review on spotify or apple Um, it would help me so much thank you so much for listening and see you next week
1: insert jingle (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs>